0: Welcome to To Whatever's Way Up. I am your host of the day, Seth. Today I have with me Hope.
1: It's a blank slate, actually, so this will be very interesting.
0: I'm I'm so excited. Uh, you you coming in cold is the opposite, I think, of how me and our guest Rebecca are coming in. How you doing today, Rebecca?
2: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: I'm I'm so good. Uh, I I want to give a little intro to you, but I was actually trying to. Figure out if I had known you longer than I had been podcasting, and I think I have.
2: You have, yeah. I,
0: I think you you sit outside of my like podcasting life, so it's it's funny that we're uh, w- what seven or eight years into film rescue at this point, uh, in, into all the shows, and and I'm just now getting you on. What if I've messed up here, Rebecca?
2: I don't know, man, because all I do is watch movies and I watch a lot of TV, so. This is on you, but I'll forgive it because we're talking about one of my favorite movies. So. Hell
0: yeah. Well, let's talk about this movie. We're, we're talking about Sky High, directed by Mike Mitchell. Um, this was a uh, influential 2005 film on me, I will say. the uh, Very, but not the movie itself, but the events surrounding it. But we'll get into that in, okay. in just a minute. Um, you've not seen this, right, Hope?
1: No, I, I went in last night. Well, It's actually really interesting. I did a double feature of Sky High and followed it up with Saltburn, So, uh...
0: Wow! Okay! (laughs) Keep this topical, okay.
1: You know, because I needed to to balance out my PG rating with my fucked rating.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, last night was the first time I'd ever seen this movie, and I... Is a little mad at myself because I was like, "How have I not seen this with one of my crushes, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, in it?" And, right. right? I, as soon as I saw her, I was like,
0: "What? <laughs> what a treat!" I'm so glad that you got to jump in on this absolutely cold, um, oh, yeah. Rebecca. This was your suggestion, actually. I think last year we had chatted about yeah. trying to do this, and then you know life got in the way and all that. Um, What was your introduction to this movie? How did you find it?
2: Um, So I saw it when it came out in theaters. So 2005, I must have been in seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. Same. Yeah. So I saw it in theaters and I fell in love with like multiple people on that screen.
0: Kind of a like high school bisexual awakening movie, right? Yeah. Ah.
2: No, it was a problem because I was, I, I didn't know that I was by at the time. I actually didn't realize until many years later, but Ms. Mary Elizabeth has been one of my crushes for a million years. And it started, yeah, because Sky High came out. And then, like, years later, it was Scott Pilgrim. So, like, yeah. I fell in love with her. And then I was very much in love with War and Peace, played by Stephen Strait. Like, that was my mm-hmm. crush for a million years after I saw that movie.
0: So. I love it. What? A, what a what! See, so this was influential for you as well.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I love it. Yeah. I I'm same same say. kind of backstory. I was in high school.
1: No, you, Go ahead. You, you. No, I was gonna say, were you in high school or middle school? Because it was like 2005. So. I'm trying to think because I was already 2005
0: from 91. I was 14, so I would I think I was like freshman. This this would have either been ending middle school or starting high school yeah, for me. I think I, I, I was like in right in that because I- it was summer. I think when it came out,
1: right. I think I was I was in high school already, so I think that's might be why I like skipped it because I was like, oh, it's a mm. Disney PG. I.
2: Like a kids' movie, yeah, yeah. and it, yeah. it gave
1: those vibes. So I was like, I think I'll. And I was also like in my film clubs and everything. So I was like, I'm gonna watch Kubrick getting blah. Like,
0: right?
2: So. <laughs> I'm too cool for this. <laughs> I need
1: to. Do, I need to do art, not.
0: <laughs> well, and, and to your defense, uh, before I rewatched it for the for the podcast, I remembered it being closer to those like. Leslie Nielsen scary movie like kind of like I remembered it being a little more of a of a satire so re-watching mm-hmm. I was like oh this is way more earnest than I recalled mm-hmm. I, I understand why you might have skipped it. it it did kind of bleed a little bit like is this like epic movie is this just here to make fun right, of superheroes right yeah
1: or not only that but like it, I, I felt maybe it was engaged a little bit younger you know um,
0: sure oh yeah so yeah. I,
1: I was like maybe like the premise to me was like okay cool but i i don't if i'm going to watch a disney movie i'll like probably like, goofy movie or something like
0: totally yeah. absolutely yeah for me um i it was my church group and it was a post post youth group uh go out and watch a movie kind of night which was not something I was normally allowed to do. So it was very special to me to be able to like go out with all my friends and see a movie like this. Yeah. Um, and we went with one of the older kids. Um, I think he was, he was like youth leader. He was in his twenties. And so he was just like really hype about this and, and was really into superheroes at the time. And so his excitement kind of, kind of rubbed off onto me and, and sitting in the theater, uh, Immediately War and Peace was like my guy. I I did not vibe with Will Stronghold, my Me first neither. watch. No. Yeah. Okay, I mean, okay, so I'm like, not crazy then.
2: No, I I also don't usually like protagonists of most movies. Like usually if it's the main character, I'm not about you. Like I watched The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because I grew up with Sabrina, but she's I found her to be like the most trying. Like even growing up when I was into Harry Potter, wow. I was like Harry is the absolute worst. Like I just I'm usually not about I, the love it. At all. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm well, there especially for basically everyone
0: else. Especially for like what could be uh, like chosen child trope. Those are so yeah. hard to get into now. We've just seen too many of them. I um, So so let's let's kind of jump in uh initial initial feelings on the movie Hope. Uh you're we're, we're getting some like early MCU shit here. Uh, including up to Michael Giacchino coming in for this score. Uh, He did the Avengers movies. Like You don't get to Thanos and his theme without Michael Giacchino doing this movie. Um, So so what were you thinking? Watching this as an adult, obviously it's a kid-themed movie. Uh, Did anything pop out? Did it grab you at any point to surprise you, to be like, oh, wait, there's something more here?
1: Rebecca, that's all you because you you saw it as both a kid and an adult. So what what's like how you compared and contrast it?
2: Um, I mean, it was funny because like I I saw it when I was a kid. I, was, I loved it as a kid. Yeah, I must have been like, I was yeah, I was in like seventh grade because I know I wasn't in high school yet because I know if I had reached the high school age, I wouldn't have watched it. But, mm. um. Yeah, as a kid, I mean, a lot of the same feelings. Like, I was, like, my taste as a child and my taste as an adult are the same. Like, Wow, okay. On, like, like I remember seeing War and Peace and being, like, that is a man. Like, I was, like, so into him in seventh grade. And then when I rewatched it, like, I watched it, like, a couple weeks ago. Um, and I just remember being, like, no, I, I was still right. Like, that is still, like, the man to me in this yeah. movie. Um, but then I also have like a more of an appreciation for the side characters as I got older. Mm. Like I love the girl that like turns into a little gerbil, and I magenta. love the guy that's like so obviously in love with her. Yeah, and, oh like, yeah, the guy that's so obviously in love with her because he's just like so goofy and so sweet. And I don't think I like really made that connection the first time I saw it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I still I still enjoyed it as an adult. I just I thought it was really cute and really funny and like now it just comes off campy cuz I'm a grown up, but totally. I do I do enjoy it. It's it's a great movie. And and World it's Camp. I don't think
0: it's um yeah, I, I don't think it's even shying away from that cuz there's a lot of scenes yeah. that still feel like those late 90s Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, like the, there's a lot of that kind of visual uh, applied to all the action sequences that make it, I, I think, feel like that old uh, Schumacher camp. I, but yeah. I think yeah. it's they embracing. It was an
1: it. Ivy thing, like.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. Redhead with plants, come on.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, Hope, how about you? What, uh, what On first watch, what stands out to you as being like this movie's uh, strongest aspects?
1: Uh, the fact that I got Bruce Campbell.
0: Straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to argue with.
1: <laughs> um honestly, the, I was shocked at this. Last list. I was really shocked. Um it it was it was crazy. I was like Kurt Russell, you know, Bruce Campbell, we have like all all these uh, they might have been young actors at the time, but they've grown up and they're prolific actors in pop culture now. What, oh, yeah. one yeah. thing I found was funny was our main guy you know um will strong he will
0: stronghold
1: will stronghold he and glow um they're both actually people in one of my favorite movies red state they're two of the main characters who get tortured by
0: yeah um
1: so i was like it's really different to see glow like that and then him being Tortured later on. Uh, <laughs> but it, um, no, I I did. I, I thought it was a very campy movie, as you guys said, you know. But also, like, if you have Bruce Campbell, how is it not going to be camp? Campy, like it's in his name. Um, right. And again, it. Was, I feel like it was definitely gauged for the right crowd. It was gauged for the right people. It, it was very cute. I. You know, I, I know Jesse, he didn't want to come on the episode because he is super teague And I was like, I get it. A little
0: burned out, I understand. I, I
1: get it. But to me, since it was something new, it wasn't particularly MCU or DCEU or... I was just, yeah. just like, I'll, I'll, it's And it's a throwback. It's nothing new. I was like, look, it's such a shot, you know? And I... You know, it was very cute. It was very endearing. Uh, did I obviously see everything that was coming of course i did but that's looking through it with adult but that's looking through it with adult eyes you know so it it is what it is but i agree with you guys i love the side characters more i wanted to punch will Mm. uh (laughs) (laughs) just
0: understandable Uh,
1: but then again i also wanted to punch the commander too i was like how thick-headed are you i know they're going for like the trope of tropes but still
0: yeah he's um <laughs> i i think the commander uh as as standing as like a superman slash captain america mm-hmm. stand-in he's kind of pulling double duty where like he needs to show up and, and be a good dad but also he's he's kind of doing this like 1950s kind of dad, like leave it to Beaver thing that um, like, I think it works great in the movie, especially as like uh, he he is so stupid to not recognize his high school girlfriend. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I, I I love that uh, the, the plot of this movie is basically based around him being an idiot. Like, none of this happens oh, yeah. without it. Even at the end, when he's talking to Will, and he's like, oh, yeah, kid, none of this is your fault. This is just what superheroes do. It's like, this is your fault, homie. Like, straight yeah. up, this is your fault, Dad. Well, the fact that he was like, you're wanting
1: and it's like, bro, like, Oh, like how how is Jetstream married to him? Is what I want to know. She seems like very (laughs) level-headed. She's the brains. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I would. I don't care. Super strong. You you keep him as a work buddy.
0: (laughs) Right. But then you marry Mr. Boy, right? Like that. That's the way it should go.
1: I, I say Mr. Boy was all over her, and. Like, towards the end, you could definitely tell the wheels were turning. And she's like, I fucked up.
0: Right. I fucked up. <laughs> I I couldn't remember the the events around Mr. Boy um, from, from when I had seen it as a kid. So re-watching, I was like, is he going to reveal that he's gay? Is that the joke here? <laughs> and then I was like, no, this is a Disney movie. We're not doing yeah. quite that. Not, but it's I, a I, that 2005
1: vi- Disney movie at that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um there was another movie that came out around this time from Disney. I think it was called Zoom. It was about Tim Allen as the Flash yes. basically.
1: Yes, and I I didn't see that either, but I know it Look at Rebecca's face.
2: About. I'm like, "Wait, that happened?" Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm thinking of what's that like Movie that everyone thinks happened that never happened. Shazam. No, or something. About, like, Kazam. Kazam, Shazam. 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 Whatever. Well, Shazam is a real movie, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm like, what does this have to do with superheroes? And I'm like, oh wait. But no, I have no idea what you're talking about. No, Why no. Did yes. the so,
0: superhero. So this came out the very next year. Yeah. Uh, I think because of the success of Sky High. Yeah. Um,
1: it was very it was so similar, <laughs> just different powers, pretty much. I absolutely inverted
0: success though like like I think this movie made its budget back like three times over. Zoom only made like 12 million on a 75 million dollar budget like oh man it is a it is a big yikes movie uh, a big big yikes compared to Sky high and it was just it was weird they came out like r- right back to back same Great. same studio
1: I mean here's the thing you got Kurt Russell. And then you picked Tim <laughs> Yeah, that's rough, man. Like, Kinda, you, yeah, like what you okay. were—you knew what down. you were doing. You knew what you were doing.
0: Uh, Rebecca, how about you? What uh, on your on your adult rewatch? What is standing out to you is like, oh, okay, this is why I might show this off to, uh, you know, maybe a kid uh, in your life in the future or or somebody else who's into this kind of thing. What, what's the yeah. what's the price of admission for you?
2: Um, I think, I mean, I've, i made my niece and nephew watch it and they thought it was really fun. Cool. Um, okay. Even for like today's standards and they're a bit older, but they were like, yeah, it was cool. But like, I don't think they're going to write home about it, but totally. I don't know. I think it's just like, it's such a simple story. Nice. It's really not that hard to follow. The characters are really fun and interesting. Even like, you know, we were just talking about the side characters, but even the ones that you don't really get a story on, I feel like they did a really nice job at like, showing you who these kids were yeah Um. like yeah. that one scene i mean the scene that i i loved in the movie when i was a kid and I, it's still my favorite is like when they're trying to figure out like who's a hero and who's a sidekick and all yes. the kids have to show their powers right and i think it's just such a cute scene but even at the very end right when they go to the dance and you see a few more like side characters that don't even speak they don't have speaking roles you just kind of see them doing their thing and hanging out you you get kind of a complete ish picture yeah. like you you know like at the end when because obviously i'm not going to forget that warren peace finds himself a little girlfriend at the very end who has like ice powers which is just such a cute little like you get it you get what she does and she doesn't even speak there she's on the screen for two seconds right right but you get what they did there and i feel like that's the real fun part of it is that anytime i've when i watched it i watched it an insane amount as a kid and then rewatched it a couple weeks ago that so, you kind of notice he's fun little side characters that don't need to say anything but you get what their deal is because they just put a little effort into building those those people out I I thought it was just like that's that's the most fun part for me
0: oh yeah I I was noticing in the party scene at the stronghold house the girl Mm -hmm. with duplication powers is in every shot as a background extra because she's like going around the party with multiples of herself. So there's there's a there's a dialogue sequence where they're cutting back and forth to the characters and you see her on opposite sides of the camera with her back turned and then as they move around the party, she's showing up in every shot and I was like, "What a cute like like that it takes no extra time to be like, oh, today you're an extra and you're going to be in every shot because it's going to add to your powers in the movie in the background." Like yeah, they couldn't give her more screen time, but like this movie's kind of packed out for screen time for the characters. So it's really cool to see them taking those steps to be like, oh, no, yeah, just look at the movie and you'll see little extra things sprinkled into the background.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I love that. I mean, that. I think
2: a lot about... No, go ahead.
1: No, I'm just saying I love that. You know, that they they used... They, yeah. they, I'll give it to them. They used their screen time. Some people... Mm don't know how to do that some people drag it or like they put too much on certain characters but they knew how to use their screen time i'll give them that
0: yeah yeah
2: which i think is great for a kid's movie you know kids yes they want to be engaged they want they look at everything you know even if it's a movie they kind of observe all these things i think it's just a really smart move when you're making a a movie especially for that demographic it just makes it more fun yeah
0: when i was a When I was a kid, I remember um, me and my siblings would like fight over which character we got to claim from each movie, you know, mm-hmm. and so having all the sidekicks get their own little moments, multiple moments of screen time across the movie uh yeah, it adds to that feeling for kids of like oh yeah if i 'm going to claim." The puddle kid as my power. Then he's going to use his power a few different times across the movie. It's not just like it's not just in the setup scene. He uses it uh, later in a fight. He uses it in the final fight, like and and shows that he's learned how to use his power. Like hey, he's a puddle that trips people. I love that. Like that is a a little three act character structure for a side character and so me as a kid could watch that and go okay they've given him just enough screen time that that is a full-ass character in my head i'll fill in the rest thank you
1: so my Uh, little my little goth ass loved magenta because one she was the little oh she was so great she was a tough goth chick and then on top of it i was like you turn into an animal and I love animals. That's great. I
2: right. love and I that just course. love that it's a, it's like a gerbil or a guinea pig. Yes. Like I just thought that was such a great choice.
0: And they still put little magenta highlights <laughs> in its hair and stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I loved that.
0: Yeah, I love those little those little bits. Um, rewatching this uh, today was. I, I I came into this with kind of like you know, your your post MCU mindset to be like, okay, what were we up to back in 2005 that turned into this whole Iron Man Avengers mess? And you can see a lot of the like early switchover from that Power Rangers style of action into genuine action sequences. And even in the movie, uh it specifically the the power sorting scene is very campy, it's very Power Rangers-y, it's very, like, CGI-leaning. By the time we get to the end, and Will's, like, throwing characters around by their ankles, and it's all happening in one big wide shot, I love that move into, like, no, no, we're gonna take this action seriously, and and this is the first time you're seeing kids' action be done in a way that, like, an adult man could be like, oh, wow, this is, this is cool. Like, this is yeah. a good action was, scene to watch. Because it was
1: real, so to say, you know?
0: Right, exactly. And, like, and this is three years previous even to the first Iron Man movie, which is our, like, I think our, our kind of centering Two. point. Two, really. I I Didn't it come out in 2008?
1: Maybe it did. I don't know. I thought it was seven.
0: Yeah. We're, we're, we're with, within a couple years we, of the we're... MCU even yeah. starting. And and that's that's where everyone points to, like, The Dark Knight and Iron Man is like, oh yeah, superhero movies are, are action movies now. And I'm mm-hmm. looking back at this and going, I mean, I know it's a kids movie, but that finale is is yeah. as MCU as some of the stuff I've seen on Disney+. Plus. You know what I mean? It's
2: that and it's also, it reminded me of like, I don't remember, I mean, I think this came out first, I don't remember. But like, you know the X-Men movie, the one Zoe Kravitz is in, I don't remember any of those movies oh my god no, no press, yeah like, she's in like enjoy a, one
0: of the bad ones too right
2: yeah so like i don't remember what year that one came out but they have a scene where it's like they're they're stuck in the house the Professor x's house i think i don't know if anybody who's watching this podcast wants to give me shit for not knowing any of this stuff like go ahead my dms are open because i don't know any of this bring anyway it. um bring it so there's like that scene where like they're all showing off their powers and like the one kid accidentally like chops a statue in half. And like, you know, and it's, it's very like kid-like because they're just like, Oh, we're all stuck in this house. Like what trouble can we get into? Blah, blah, blah. And it just reminded me of that scene in sky high where they're all like trying to see like what their powers are. And I'm like, okay, I feel like they like, I'm pretty sure sky high came out first, but either way it's like, there's so many things in sky high that just feel like this weird, very rough blueprint of these i don't want to call them tropes but things that you see in a lot of superhero movies yeah like person tries out the power accidentally screws something up or like meets other kids with powers and they want to like you know mess around and see how they can Mm -hmm. work together or whatever like test things out like it's just these like little things that they did throughout the movie and i'm like well i feel like every superhero movie kind of does something like this in some way especially if it's starting with like a very young protagonist or like a you know like an origin story kind of thing.
0: Well, and this is also a u- very unique setting. Even today, I think Miss Marvel's the first show that pulled us back into high school for superheroes. We're not getting a lot of superhero, uh, Peter like movie stuff. You know That's what I mean? Like, I, I think we got a couple really cool series uh, across this time yeah. that, that did like, like you say, know, high school age. The
1: what as soon as she mentioned X Men. And as soon as you said high school, I was like, X-Men Evolution, baby.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that
1: that, that animated show. Yeah, it was the 2000s animated show where it was all the X-Men characters, but they were in high school. And they were... You know, the same thing, like, testing out their powers. They had all the new mutants come in in, like, season two. And then, like, they were, you know, so, and, like, the, it it, it was, so that's exactly where I think they, they even got some of their ideas from was that show. Because, again, it was taking your normal characters and making them high schoolers and, like, learning and reaching that demographic. And that was one of the first times you yeah. saw the transition of like adult heroes to like, no, that's me, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah no, I, and I like the way it can stand in as like a metaphor for almost any like high school struggle. Uh-huh. A, as I was watching initially, I was like, "This movie's very gay coded." And then as it as it continued, I was like, "Nah, this movie's just very high school coded. <laughs> it's it's very like it's, it, it is it, like closeted about feelings, not not yeah. about like uh specifically sexuality. It's very um in general. Uh, like, everyone has their own little thing that they're hiding inside.
2: Yeah." Well, I mean, I think first of all, I think almost anything—if you wear a costume as part of your job, it's gay-coded. Like, that's my belief. Accurate. If you wear like, like, I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this, but that's how I feel about wrestling. Like, wrestling for men is drag queens for women. Yeah. And wrestling is a legit soap opera.
1: Don't even. It's a legit soap opera.
2: Yeah, it is. I'm just like it's it's this, but and I love wrestling, so I'm just like, all right, like. Again, not saying that men no, I can't love it like drag queens it. and women can't like wrestling, that's not my point. But, no, like, you I get, get it, like, let's for. call no, it what it I is. Love it. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's a spade's spade, wrestling but, but, is with... male, male machismo, soap, soap opera, that's all it is. Yeah, and I'm just right. like, this is
2: yeah, but um, with Sky High, like, yes, I think it's a little gay coded, but like, when I rewatched it as an adult, I don't know if it's because now I'm an adult and maybe I'm a little you know, in here, a little, little screw loose in here, but I was like wait, could, like, Will being a, like, not getting his powers late make him, like, a late bloomer? Like, is he just, like, I don't know, it reminds me of, like, Big Mouth when Nick is, like, I, like, can't... No, not Big Mouth. Um, sex... Did you guys watch Sex Education?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, when he, like,
2: can't get off because he it, like, freaks him out or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, is this, like, a metaphor for just, like, not being able to, like, you know, not doing all the, the sexual things that your friends might be doing? I don't know. Sure. Because it, it's yeah. just about powers, but... You know, like, I don't know. I, I, I do kind of feel for him being, like, because he was, like, such a late bloomer, like, getting his powers, but other than that, I was not there for him at
0: all. <laughs> yeah, I, I was much more empathetic on this watch uh for him, yeah. especially uh going through some of the problems that he does. <coughs> like, the reason that he stands up his friend on their date is because the girl came over to his house, and, like, like cut off connection there and it wasn't like I I remembered it feeling more shitty in the moment when I was younger of like no you can't let your friends down like that and then looking back I was like oh yeah how would you have got out of that situation if you had even remembered you know what I mean like uh, um, and and, and again like the movie has to happen too so we gotta gotta keep the plot rolling but uh, yeah I, I was a little more empathetic to him on this round his like I the way it presented to me this time was I'm a jock learning about my feelings with the theater group and now i need to like contend with do i want to hang out with the cool kids or do i want to hang out with the theater kids and that was like like that's endearing to me because that's what i went through too you you don't get over 6 feet and not get invited onto the sports teams but like i like movies and i like acting so like i was with the theater kids i i preferred the weirdos you know what i mean
2: i mean that was not my high school experience i was closer to being magenta than anybody else
0: in that that tracks that that kind of tracks Bro,
1: same same i was i dubbed myself like leader of the misfits so like i got you
0: i yeah i like that aspect of the movie too they really give the kids like i don't want to say useless powers but the the sidekicks specifically really get um i don't know like like it's like household powers maybe is the way i want to put it like it's so yeah. it's so like uh low stakes but they even find a way to get everybody's powers incorporated into the finale like yeah I, I really respect that the plotting here is really tight yeah
2: no i love i love the the psychic powers like the one kid he just glows right like mm-hmm. that's his thing yeah. just glows. i just thought that was so i mean i feel like that could be helpful
0: and like he literally has the line when we're in a situation where we need a light and you guys are gonna (laughs) be happy to have me and then it shows up like i i (laughs) what power would you pick of the sidekicks sidekick specific powers which one would you select
2: I pr- I would probably pick that one just because I I don't know I lose shit a lot, like I feel like if I had like more light I would be able to see the things that I'm like that like are right in front of my face. Like I feel like that'd be a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially like at it's night. just helpful. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like I just feel like that's helpful. You know.
0: Do you think he can like also... like individually like Do you think he can light his whole body and specific body parts? Because I could do like like fingertip lights would be super yeah, useful.
1: Yeah, I, think, you I see think he everybody gets
2: there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like he really gets there at some point right like i'm hoping in his life where he and him and magenta like are high school sweethearts and then go to college together and they get married i'm hoping that he like eventually can do that like that's that's how i see it in my head like i would love that power
0: well and like I, the anime of all this all of their powers are scalable right like he gl- he literally emits light from his body that is going to be an op mm-hmm. power at some point if it yeah. scales uh yeah t- turning into a, a guinea pig as well like maybe she can control the size of the guinea pig maybe she could make like a human sized guinea pig which would be a very useful uh, to be able to be big all and small guinea pigs Right, maybe that'd be crazy. Ant Man type. Even the puddle yeah. kit, like being able to turn yourself into liquid is so useful. Yeah, dude, really
2: like, so- like like, missions Put yourself and shit. in a bottle, sneak in. I, yeah, like sneak in somewhere disguised as a bottle of water. Like,
0: crazy. oh man, and then and then you have him get tripped up, and it's, he's got to go through a TSA line, so they split him up into a bunch of little three ounce <laughs> bottles.
2: <laughs> Sorry, we can't. We can't let you just in. With that. Down your stamina,
1: kid.
0: <laughs> right. It's hard to hold this for yeah, I can see it. I can totally see it. Um the so I the the anime aspect of this, I'm into a show called My Hero Academia enough so that I have an All up. Might I have an All Might tattoo because he's my favorite character uh, in superhero fiction. Uh this movie is the blueprint. We like My Hero is the TV show about this premise. Yes, I should. Straight up. Just yes. straight up. The, I mean you it, have
1: your hero <laughs> courses, you have your support courses, you have your be heroes. Um like everybody in the world. A has super them.
0: villain school ending up being part of yeah. the villains plot in the later stories. That that do, yes. they every single thing in this movie has been sharked into my hero at this point. It's cool to see the blueprint. Like I'm, and I'd be curious if this like directly influenced, or if this is more along the lines of that like parallel thinking. Like yeah. if we were assigned to make a superhero high school, we'd probably end up in the same you know writing positions and just trying to make yeah. them as different as we could. So like I'm not I'm not saying anything was stolen here. I don't want I don't want any anime fans in the comments telling me that I'm accusing them of stealing. No, just they're really going to be
2: cool. too busy yelling at me for not, For first of all, I haven't watched this show, so I'm going to have to watch it. And then you're going to have all the Marvel fans yelling at me for not knowing which X-Men, X-Men movie I was trying to talk about. So it's fine. You'll have other people yelling at you for other reasons.
0: Uh, listen, as long as they're yelling in the comments, that brings in the views, and that's all I care about. No, exactly. what
2: I'm saying.
1: Bring, bring the chaos.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll argue in the comments all day. It's so fun. Um <laughs> So uh plotting wise, anything not working for you guys in this movie? Is there I I I don't want to dip too far into negatives because this is not a, a film rescue episode, but like what what doesn't work for you guys here, if anything?
1: I would say my my biggest thing is the, the whole aspect of you know You would think they would vet these kids a little more before coming into the school. Like I I feel like that whole that whole well, it's an iconic scene, them like side hero side kicking the power stuff. I feel like that should have all been vetted prior, you know?
0: mm, Um because what,
1: what if what if certain and I'm taking this to an extreme obviously, but like what if certain kids' powers are very powerful, but they can't control it yet. Or and then they're just yeah. like, "Oh, we'll show us here on the stage with every other child," you know. It's <laughs> um, so like, "Oh, well, I can make vacuums in space," and then like they kill everybody because they took out all the oxygen. It, 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 I, it You know, so I feel like um, the vetting process maybe should have been a little bit better. Uh, they they i you know whole, whole I did agree with Layla, like oh well that's hero sidekick, that's a that's a construct. So I was like, yeah, you, you fucking tell them girl. Uh, right. <laughs> it, and kind, I kind of an outdated system. Yeah. Yeah. So it, my biggest thing was it's a superhero school. Even in my hero, they were very, very strict with how they brought up their kids and in this school mm. and everything, and I feel like it was very, very lassodasical <laughs> in this high school. Like I saw all of two teachers.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We really the the it is a small kind of school overall, and isn't a nurse.
2: It? Yeah, you see like two teachers a nurse and a principal, and you're like, okay, that sounds right. Uh, hey. Our
0: our large headed. Uh, teacher, the the guy with the big brain. That's the voice of Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. The the big one eyed oh. alien. Yep. That was my, like, of all the cameos for me to oh, get stoked over, yeah. I was like, that's the voice of Pleakley.
2: That's crazy. Can I, I never. Yeah. Him, wow.
1: Can I mention him real quick? Like, why would a, these, which didn't make sense to me, I feel like his class should have been more for the support heroes because it was like building tech and so why were all like the heroes taking that when they have the powers so i feel like that should have been reversed maybe
0: yeah that could have been a little clearer i think the joke they're going for there is like the batman gadget belt and how you need to be able to like even with your powers, manage your, like, oh, gadget like you, set. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that could, that could have Because also, like, a freeze ray is a villain's thing. Why would you be what building I mean? one?
1: Of like, all not yeah. care. Yeah.
0: So
1: I was like, this is, it felt very odd to me. Like, I get what they're going for, but it still felt a little odd.
0: Yeah, this, some of them are like, if you think about it, it's it's kind of begging you not to think about it, and maybe that's why they yeah. went with the camp tone here. To do, like, yeah. I I I, he- I hear your point, Hope, but also they were prepared to drop cars on these children, so maybe they don't care yeah, if a kid shows care. up dangerously
1: and just like blows up a school. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, I also they, they just I think, they're like fuck these kids, we'll die the they die. Right. I think it's
0: like
2: I I kind of have this like. I don't know. Like I it was the same thing as when I watched like Harry Potter as a kid. Like I had so many fucking questions about how everything worked. But like Yeah. I don't know if they acknowledge this in the movie. I don't remember, even though I like recently rewatched it, but like a lot of these kids are the kids of superheroes, yeah. right? right I like, think, I, that's, um, I, that's directly whatever.
0: implied that you can't yes. have powers unless your parent has you, powers. Okay, never or, mind. Or if, was it, like, they, what
1: this, if the exception like, was like bit by a spider or toxic waste. Otherwise, you have to be wrong. Right. Okay, from... all right, never mind.
2: Because I'm like, because what if you're just born that way and your parents are like, well, we don't we don't know what to do with you. But right. I guess that's, okay, never mind. All right. Then, yeah, I don't really see it. I mean, my only, like, plot point isn't really, like, a or plot pain point. Isn't really a plot pain point. It's just, like, me questioning, like, some of the decisions. Totally. Like, Layla, great character. Fabulous. But really, Will Stronghold, open your eyes, boo. Open your eye. Like, I know I keep talking Thank about him. Thank you. And he's like, We're in pieces right there. And he lit little candle for you with his finger and the chinese food restaurant i would have folded it would have been over for me I, like the yeah. movie should have ended there she should have been like you know what fuck will this is a great date which she kind of does right so but only to make him jealous i'm like you were halfway there girl like right. you were almost there the thinking was like oh, you, you you got halfway there
0: now ask yourself layla do you like this kid because he has cool parents or do you really like this kid you know what i mean No, I feel you. I think that scene really was like implying that was going to be kind of the fallout later on. So also worth mentioning, um, all of the uh, main actors for the kids in this movie. So um, Michael uh, Angarno, uh, uh, Daniel Panabaker, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Also Patrick Warburton did the voice of Royal Payne. I don't know if you guys caught that, but like (laughs) Joe from Family Guy. <laughs> was yeah. the helmet voice. Um all of them were signed up for multi-film contracts and a TV show contract when they signed on to this sh- uh movie. So they were oh, wow. to some degree I think uh sequel baiting us in that scene to imply that maybe Will and um uh Warren will get like I guess I guess implying that maybe there'll be a split where Layla ends up with Warren later on. I think that was what yeah. was. If I'm if or I'm kind of like, kinda like love
2: sn- triangle story. Yeah,
0: I'm kind of like sniffing out what you do with the sequel plot. And uh, here here's my evidence: the last line of the movie where Will calls Warren his best friend, and I was like, "Glow is right fucking there. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? You two have hated each other for the whole movie." Well,
1: my thing too yeah. was. They left it with the cliffhanger of the bus driver. Oh, by the way, the bus driver got powers. Like, go
0: back. Yeah.
1: Go back.
0: Yeah, they, they gave him powers. Um, you know, all the, the, the villains weren't killed, so they get to come back later. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's, that's the most anti-MCU aspect about this, I think, is that our villain doesn't die at the end, so we could actually do more stuff with them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. I wonder why they didn't do more. Because I know the movie did pretty well, and it, but I guess this was like before streaming, right? Like to do a show like that, it's like yeah. I think if it were made now, well, let's suspend our belief. I'm not saying if Marvel did or didn't exist, but I think if they had like Disney Plus then, right, or if streaming was like sort sure. of a thing, they would have. They would have continued on and made a show. Like they would have done a sequel or done a show.
0: Yeah, I think I think 2005 specifically was a year where you could not get show budgets, and so to be yeah. able to hold mm-hmm. up to this level of like superhero look and action and filmmaking, they would have be they would have been taking a step down below even what the CW looks like to do this as a show. Yeah. And I yeah. and I can yeah. imagine that's like a a hard sell to be like, oh yeah, this is going to be a. Schumacher esque campy Disney TV show. I, I I I can see that not selling, especially with a lot of these people turning into like legit movie actors after this. Like uh, almost everybody here, if they hadn't already been in a lot of stuff, went on to be in a lot of stuff.
1: Right, even just um like movies, but TV. Like uh Michael Ngario, he he's in a lot of TV shows that I love. Like uh, he was in mm-hmm. The Nick. I love The Nick. That's a show that I. Um, it's um, about like a 1910 1920s hospital in New York, like it was dark.
0: Oh, interesting!
1: Oh, oh so, wow! Such a good show. Um, so good. I highly. I I wouldn't mind doing an episode on that show. That was great.
0: Yeah.
2: I haven't heard of it. Where what?
1: Um, where is it streaming? I I forget. All I remember is I. It was. 2015 and I was laid up in bed for two weeks post surgery and I just binged the fuck out of it while I was high pain meds and it was great. Nice. Uh, so that's nice. what got me through my surgery was watching your surgeries. <laughs> so
0: speaking of uh this actor, um, did you ever see Lords of Dogtown that he also did in 2005?
2: Yes. Those movies came out in the same year.
0: Same year. Yeah. He put out Sky High and then Lords choice. of Dogtown. That was the back to back.
1: That's nuts. Gee. I didn't realize they were the same years. Wow. Well. That's crazy. he
0: I mean, looks so much older in Lords of Dogtown. Yeah. He looks so young in this I'm, movie.
1: I'm looking it up right now and like just craziness. Craziness.
0: Wild. Yeah, I think uh, as far as stuff that doesn't work for me, the only thing I'm still trying to work through, and something that just totally slipped me the first time I watched it, uh, our villain is hooking up with a high schooler. What? And they,
1: the only line (laughs) they Uh, but it's weird because technically she was reverted. It was like their loophole because she was Reverted back to a baby, and she's like, I'm through puberty again, but it's at this so, but then, mm. like she retain her knowledge? And her
0: yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, or yeah. our crimes aren't based on how old our bodies are,
1: <laughs> right? And I'm just yeah. like bro, the the, fuck the 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 crimes that she did. Like lock her up, ass up
0: for like molesting child. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the movie's like, okay, well, she's a supervillain, so let's just concentrate on that. But I was like, even even Will calls it out at at a moment where he's like, I kissed an old lady. Yeah. Um. And and he he doesn't seem stoked on that. So I applaud Disney for having that yes. sense of mind in two thousand five to not make yeah. him stoked on it. Um, Yeah, just it's the weirdest thing to come out of this uh, on the back end that I'm like, oh, this... not
2: the best.
0: I I was Mm. like, wait, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is doing the same thing in this movie that Scott Pilgrim did in her movie that she was mad about. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, honestly, I think that's the only thing that doesn't work for me. Uh, Like, I know I can't strongly recommend this movie, for probably a lot of our more superhero hero audience because I'm the weirdo who loves all of the old Schumacher Batman. I love campy Batman. I know George Clooney is mad at himself for making that movie. I think it's a blessing.
2: Oh, I love those movies. Yeah,
0: I like, they are so fun. They are so satirical. They're they borderline yeah. cutting now.
1: You have to watch it for what it is and not what you want it to be. And that yeah you yeah, yeah. go in.
0: Yeah, you, you can't go into this expecting like the Winter Soldier. The, that is not what this is. This is before that time. Mm-hmm. This is back when, like, I mean, this is like right after the the like Raimi Spider Man um, watershed, which is probably why Bruce Campbell is yes. even here to start with. Yeah, um, this this looks just like those movies. That it has the same action style as those older movies, and I'm I'm hearing that that is not the sensibilities that people have anymore. But I still have those sensibilities. I love a good goofy trampoline backflip in the middle of my action sequence. That shit looks awesome.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. It's... I gotta just say, you gotta take it for what it is, you know? Yeah. It's a PG Disney superhero movie. And for that, it had some great moments. It did. Is it my favorite movie ever? No. Can I appreciate what it did? Yes. It's that weird middle ground area.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I like. I, I'm hard pressed to think of a superhero comedy that holds up with like the jokes still being good. The way this does. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because it's rated G. I think it's in that PG area where, like, because they couldn't date themselves by being edgy, they had to make their jokes work. And so almost everything works here on the back end as far as, like, the, the setups and the payoffs to the bits. And I'm, like, I'm thinking back to, like, even the first Deadpool is, like, hard to watch sometimes where it's, like, oh, wow, this is really... Aged into exactly 2015 or 2016 or whatever. It's like, wow, it's really stuck there. Sky High feels like it could have come out this year and would have been. people would have been like, oh wow, what a fun throwback to this era.
1: The Archer effect. I mean, Mm,
0: what's the Archer effect?
1: So in Archer, you never see them talk about pop culture. You never see them yeah. date anything. Like when, like they do throwbacks, they're like what in the war, but they say like five different wars, so you never know what time frame it is. Yeah, you know they they mm-hmm. the technology is somewhat dated, but then somewhat futuristic. So right. it's they they literally make it timeless, so it can fit everywhere, and that's kind of what they did for this movie too.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cuz the technology <coughs> is on par with like superhero technology, but it's not dated to a specific time, you know.
0: When I when I look back at uh <laughs> wow, this is rough. Wow, this is rough. I'm looking at 2005 superhero films.
2: Oh god.
0: The ones oh, that have aged out. well Okay, this is this is there, there's only like ten of them. I'm gonna run through the list, and I, I just want to get y'all's reactions to some of these. Um, so coming out in 2005, Jesse's gonna be so mad he missed this episode. We had Electra. Oh yeah,
2: Jennifer Garner, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we had Batman Begins and Sky High. Okay. Those are the first three. Okay. Um, then we get Sh- Shark Boy and Lava Girl came out this year.
2: Okay, Didn't uh, yeah. that's
0: that's kept its cult following. Uh, we also got Rachel, V for no Vendetta. Uh, oh, because it's like it's Taylor Lautner. You know what I mean? Like it's, I've never seen, it's seen it. Oh, it's, it's cute. No,
2: he's he's married to a woman named Taylor. By the way. I
0: love that. That's all I know. I love that. He says his own name during sex. That's so cool. Um, yeah. th- uh, other movies that came out this year: the original Fantastic Four. Constantine and Sin City. That was our 2005 superhero lineup.
1: Oh, yo. Hey, that yeah. is that is complete. Oh, yo.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Uh the, the the less notable ones were um the Crow sequel came out this year and the Son of Mask, the the sequel to the Mask. So we got two sequels in 2005.
2: Oh god.
0: Anybody anybody complaining about sequelitis, man? It's been around for decades
2: yeah it's it's been a thing
0: wow well what a, what a what a trip through 2005 this has been <laughs> i really appreciate y'all watching this uh this campy superhero movie with me i had so much fun revisiting
2: yeah i also love um the actress who's wonder woman like has linda carter yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah yeah linda carter And she even, like, makes a joke about it, and I'm like, that's great. This is what I, this is what the movies is about for me. Like, it's just, break the fourth wall a little bit. My favorite
1: cameo was Cloris Leachman. Yeah, no, that, she was the nurse,
2: right? Like, explaining to him how everything worked, yeah. Yeah. I
1: thought that was
0: so sweet. Awesome, yeah. Um, Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, and his wife are the the couple that bought the house at the end that the school almost crashes we don't on. Need insurance? That's oh, shit. that's the uh, <laughs> we don't need that insurance. Yeah, that was SpongeBob in our in our Sky High movie. Oh, I yeah, didn't
2: even realize that's so funny.
0: Yeah, all of the cameos. I think even the big cameos all get like jokes at their own expense because they give. Um, Kurt Russell gets a big trouble in Little China reference. I think mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell. One of his lines is like a, a spider. Or no, they put him. In, they put him in the cafeteria, which is like a scene ripoff from the first Spider-Man. Yes. And then Linda Carter. It says, "I'm not Wonder Woman." Wonder Woman. Yeah,
2: like who do you think I am, Wonder Woman, or something? Yeah. yeah, she says something along those lines.
0: So cute. I love it. Oh my god. Yeah. What. What a. uh Great cast. Great little era. It just. It sits. It sits yeah. for me right in between that switchover from like. Superheroes are goofy uh eighties cape shit into superheroes are now like meant to be taken seriously and they will run the entire market and Disney will make all their choices based on how well this does. What a shit. Yeah, it
2: was a good little transition movie between those two for sure.
0: So uh last question before we end the podcast. Would you guys take a sequel? I think back
1: then I would have taken a sequel. But it is currently not the proper time for a
2: sequel. Yeah.
1: Like what, if, what if, if, they, if, that if they if they announced too. a sequel in like two thousand six two thousand seven, I'd be like cool. But right now, I'm like, yeah, you're good where you're at. <laughs> what if they yeah.
0: What if they Spy Kids did and and aged it up and brought back like the the kids as their adult actors with their own kids in high school now.
1: You mean the Mean Girls? They did. They're doing a
0: lot of Mean they, Girls that, this upcoming year. Hell yeah.
2: yeah! Which I wish they didn't. I'm gonna be honest. okay. Oh no, but... no, no!
0: Listen, I'm just I'm throwing out the producer questions. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> like, I,
1: I, I think they left. I think they left it perfectly because they yeah. they can still have their cult following. They can still get royalties. They can still put it on Disney. It's it's good work worth that, personally.
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, I think
1: if they had done it
2: immediately after, a year or two after, like yes. it would have been cute and like, you know, I think it would have been fun. Even if it were bad. Like, even if we were a bad sequel, who cares? Oh, but like
0: See, I'm imagining one of those like direct to DVD <laughs> Disney sequels where like they yeah. get like two of the cast members back and then none of the production value and it's just Nobody
2: like else, Yeah. And yeah. I think even if it was well done, it just needed to be closer to when the first one came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it would... I would have been fine. Like, I don't know. I think they could have done, like, a lot of really cool and interesting things if it were closer to the time. If they did, like, what they are basically doing with Mean Girls now, I don't... I First of all, I don't think a lot of people would get it. Like, it would be like, wait, what? Like, what is, like... I feel like so many people don't know about or don't talk about this movie. Oh, yeah. They should. But I think that would be the problem where if you tried bringing back the old cast, a lot of people just wouldn't have the same point of reference as they would for something like Mean Girls. Sure. Which they should have never touched because it was a cult classic and they should have just left it the fuck alone. But either way, like, yeah, you know, I just don't think it would work. I, may, like, maybe it'd be kind of cute. I don't know. I mainly want them to do something, or would want them to do something if I could just find out where Steven Strait's been this whole fucking
0: time. But who knows where he is? Okay, all right. I, d- listen, but, I, I, yeah. I would, I, yeah, like maybe a maybe a spinoff then, the War and Peace, a twenty four spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> spinoff? No, I'm oh. I'm joking. I'll stick with my My Hero Academia, and that gives yes. me everything that I need as far as spinoffs yeah. from Sky High. Well, thank you both for being here so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, this has been yeah, such a fun episode. Thanks for having
2: me. Yes.
0: Yeah, we, we and I agree. Nobody talks about this movie. Even getting on, I jumped on YouTube and like I found like maybe three video essays on on the topic. Like uh, all all three of them, super fans. By the way, nobody nobody's out here besmirching the name of Sky High. Um, I, I, I was happy to see that. Well, see, I was afraid that if I googled it on YouTube, I was going to find a bunch of like. Back when superhero movies were bad Check out this awful <laughs> and, and I was I was ready to be like Oh, come on, guys You don't know what the fuck you're talking about But it yeah. was not like that No,
2: it's a, it's a cute movie
0: um, So, Rebecca, you have a website that you're building That you'd like people to check out This I is our am. plug section well, at the end Well,
2: I'm not building it um, Because I, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't um, But, yeah New website uh, coming next year rebeccaecarvalio.com it's just my full name uh, so you check out my work uh, I work in copy and content strategies so you can check out my stuff drop me a line put me on your podcast I clearly love to talk so <laughs> yeah. that's me
0: perfect and I'll have that uh, linked down in the description below as well it's been great having you on the show you, I really appreciate you. you sliding through just,
1: just so nice glad to have you later. on here I, I love having more was great to balance it out.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm always happy to come back. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Well, uh, Hope, thank you also for being here. I think that's going to do it for us and this episode on Sky High. Thank you all for watching and good night. Night.
2: Night.